two years ago in a den. I talked about the live action designs of the 1990 Ninja Turtles movie and how the look changed throughout the trilogy. Then we spoke of the next mutation and how terrible the designs were. Then we spoke of the Christmas special. What a terrible experience that was. Ugh. And the coming out of the shells tour. Look at Donnie gyrate those hips. Look at him go. And now, the finale, the epic conclusion to the rise and fall of the live action turtle designs. What went wrong? A question turtle fans ask themselves from time to time throughout history. Such a question can provide us with wisdom and knowledge of how to handle future versions of the turtles. This self-reflection is truly one of the fundamentals of life that is crucial to success. And I started this What Went Wrong series looking at the live action designs of the Ninja Turtles throughout the years, not because I want to rip on certain version of the turtles because yes, it is fun from time to time, but more because I want the turtles to succeed as I know many of you do as well. And I feel the only way to do that is to self-reflect on the turtles a little bit. And while I know many might answer to the thumbnail of this video, nothing went wrong. Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows is a good film, Turtle Den. I know that's what some of you will say. I see fans that genuinely like this film in comment sections all the time. I always hear the first movie is not that great, but the second movie is pretty good. But in my opinion, I think it's worse than the 2014 movie. I don't like either of the two movies, to be honest. The Turtles deserve better, and more importantly, you deserve better. People don't know, and I can say it now because I'm, I'm done with that set of movies and they've been out, whatever. That Teenage Mutant Ninja, Tur Ninja Turtles was like the, the worst production experience I've ever had. It made me hate life so much. Wow. Soon after the release of the first movie, it was known that the actors had signed on for three more films. Later on in a Variety article, it said that the sequel would be titled Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Half Shell. But as we all know, we ended up getting Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles out of the shadows. It seemed to have a lot that turtle fans would want. Iconic villains from the popular 87 cartoon on the big screen for the very first time. I mean, people have wanted this since Secret of the Ooze. Plus, the Shredder now looked more like the Shredder compared to the Transformer. I mean, that design might have worked for like a Super Shredder thing, but they should have done that later on, not right from the get-go anyways. The Turtles are more of a focus of the film compared to the first movie, with director Dave Green even saying at one point that this film is about John, Paul, Ringo, and George, whereas the first film introduced the Beatles. I think it was his nice way of saying the Turtles are actually going to be a larger part of the film, as compared to the first movie. So yeah, don't get me wrong, these improvements from the first movie are not lost upon me, but I don't think they were enough. Clearly, the movie had performed worse than its predecessor, much worse. The Hollywood Reporter, even mentioning in an article titled Hollywood's Biggest Box Office Bombs of 2016, states, 
that with the cost of the film and a major summer marketing campaign that the film lost at least 75 million dollars for the studio while merch and blu-ray sales might have helped for the ninja turtles one of the most everlasting iconic that's literally is and has been such a large part of so many people's lives type brand to not make a profit on a movie or at least break even at best i don't know i mean i hate focusing on things like how much these movies make and stuff but if it made money that's what would keep ninja turtles movies going and as turtle fans it's what we all want and we know it's possible that's the frustrating part anyways who really knows how much this movie made or lost we're gonna move on let's talk about where we left off in part one of this what went wrong video and that was how the designs had changed since the first movie So let's go over the design change of the turtles because the design was changed at least a little bit from how they look in the first movie. This is where we left off in the last video and I think it's a perfect place to pick up. Now the fact that they were changed I don't think is a reason the movie performed worse than the first one. Although I do think that just the base designs in general is a problem and I don't think no amount of tinkering with it could help. I feel like with the first movie people were willing to overlook how they looked. Out of curiosity, maybe the story would be so captivating that we'd get used to the designs, but this didn't end up happening. And without that curiosity there anymore, to me it was no surprise that the second movie didn't do as good. People knew what they were getting already. Let's take a look at some of the tinkering that was done to the designs. The green appears lighter on the turtles in this movie compared to the first one, and the colors of their headband seem a lot more vibrant. I didn't think it was possible, but everything appears to be more vibrant in the second movie than the first. It's like they took the saturation meter and turned it up to full blast. Looking back at the two movies, when I think of the design of the first movie, it seems more dark and gritty when it comes to the designs of the turtles. Even though I didn't really quite like the design, I did like that it felt realistic in that way. In the second movie, they look almost more cartoony. Maybe they figured they scared everybody away with that first one. Let's take a look at the turtles real quick. With Leo, they appeared to remove the bamboo chest guard and shoulder pads from the top part of his body. And on the bottom part instead of him in shorts and some samurai style flaps or armor in this movie they had him with pants and knee pads instead the accessories on mikey stayed pretty much the same with some minor changes the sunglasses look a little different but yeah it just seems like they added a little bit more orange to it now i don't know if it's my imagination but when it comes to the face design of the turtles it appears to have been tweaked a little bit the faces look a little different than they did in the first movie almost like they've been smoothed or blurred out or something i still don't think it was enough to fix the look. The turtle's look, especially in the face area, is too iconic to be changed drastically in my opinion. I feel like you gotta be careful what you change if you're gonna make changes to the turtle design. And this is one of those spots where you can't stray too far from what's worked. Now moving on to Raph, he doesn't appear to have those tassels in the belt area like he did in the first movie, and instead is wearing shorts. He also appears to have been given a shoulder pad and an arm sleeve in the second movie, and has also been given some sort of gray crisscross strap across his chest. Now, Donnie, just like the others, has gone through some changes as well in his design. Instead of armor flaps on the lower half of his body, he is now wearing brown cargo shorts. He appears to have lost a 
shoulder pad. And also instead of some pads strapped to his arm, he was given what appears to be a Super Famicom controller, which is cool. But overall, with the designs in both movies, I just feel like they didn't calculate it properly when it came to this new direction they were wanting to go. It all just seems so unorganized. They look nothing like their cartoon counterpart that was going on around the time, which you think might have been a good direction to try to model these turtles after and capitalize off the success of that show. Or better yet, an homage to the 1990 turtle designs that had so much success, but not that long of a run. You would think it's a no-brainer to bring this style of a design back, considering the pent-up demand that there is for it throughout the turtles community, since the original look was so short-lived. When it comes to what went wrong, there's absolutely not a doubt in my mind that the designs they ended up going with was a massive mistake. It was a massive mistake to pile on accessories and clothing and gadgets and knickknacks on the Ninja Turtles. It's too clunky. It's bad enough that they were these massive monsters now. Now they're running around with all this stuff on them. I remember thinking it looked bad when the very first trailers and teasers started coming out, but there hadn't been a live action Turtles movies in years, so I gave it a chance. And I think other people felt the same way, which is why the first movie grossed almost 500 million worldwide. But once that curiosity was gone, so were most of the fans, it seemed. I'm not a fan of the humor and dialogue in this movie. Do not eat us! The cringe levels are through the roof. It's somehow more cringe than the first movie. I don't know why it's so bad. It's like they didn't know who they were gearing this film towards. They appear to have an identity crisis on their hands. Visually, the movie looks like it's for young adults and teens, like the successful Marvel movies. But the thing is, the dialogue in those movies is always witty and funny, especially in the early movies. Both adults and children could get a laugh out of it. When it comes to these newer Turtle movies, it's almost like the humor is out of an Alvin and the Chipmunks movie. <laughs> Granted, at the time, I believe this was only Nickelodeon's fourth film to be rated PG-13, with one of those other ones being the Ninja Turtles 2014 movie. So maybe they were a bit gun-shy on what they could get away with. But regardless, it just turned into this giant cluster of cringe. It's kind of hard to identify who to blame here, because I've seen some of these actors in other things, and they're good in those, so I don't think it's them. Maybe it could be the writing or the directing, or possibly a too-many-cooks-in-the-kitchen type scenario. I don't really know. Anyways, I see Bebop and Rocksteady usually get praise when it comes to this movie. I don't think they're very good though, in my opinion. I know, people like them. Yeah, that's my bad. I got a little carried away. It's our first live action version of these iconic characters. I get it. And the actors are cool too. I just think they were written or portrayed way too goofy. You know, they almost killed Donatello once in the comics. Literally beat him to a pulp and everyone thought he was dead. The internet was like, holy crap, Donatello is dead. They should at least be intimidating. I just saw it as a big waste of these iconic Turtles characters, but it's probably for the best. Hopefully they can be done properly with a future live action version of the Turtles that's a bit better. Wishful thinking? Hopefully not. Anyways, Krang was okay. Again, another iconic character. 
on the big screen for the first time, I can see why a lot of people got excited, but his arrival seemed kind of abrupt. No real buildup or anticipation. It should have been hinted at that he was coming throughout a string of movies. Little by little throughout the movies, you get hints that something is popping up on radars that cannot be identified. One day it just arrives, Krang with his rock soldiers wreaking havoc. But instead he shows up all quick, freezes up Shredder, who finally looked decent in the series by the way, now only to be sidelined. Okay, I guess. Just all seemed very strange. What were they going to do moving forward now that the audience had seen Shredder bested twice and Krang so easily defeated? Also the turtles exposed themselves way too soon in this movie series. It was only the second movie and they're already out in public receiving awards and stuff. I don't know if it's just me, but part of the fun of the turtles is that they're hiding and that all those that find out about them go after them. If they're just city mascots, it kind of takes away a lot of that ninja mysterious element. It's a real shame that it turned out this way. Nick had the 2012 turtles rocking and rolling at this point and it was a good foundation to build off of like back in the day when they had the 87 cartoon and it was a good base for the 1990 movie to leap off of they had the setup they just swung too hard and missed big time a jose can say go fat tell me you didn't pay money for this i'm not sure what they were going for when it comes to casey jones i'm gonna be a detective someday what are they talking about remember when he started throwing stuff at that mayhem guy from the insurance commercials Insurance might not pay for this. It's a good all state. You can save money and be better protected from mayhem. I used to watch Arrow all the time when it was first coming out. I don't think it was his fault. Why would they have Casey act this way when Steven does such a great job as a brooding vigilante in Arrow? It seems to me that that type of tone would have been a lot better for the Casey character, especially when he's fighting and stuff. I know a lot of people outside of the Turtles community think like, oh, this is what the young crowd will like, and it's not. Typically, what I see is a lot of the young crowd look up to their peers that are young adults and having a movie that's geared to young adults like that and that's given respect but still suitable for most ages to watch a la the 1990 Turtles movie will naturally attract the younger crowd as they see their older teenage and young adult peers going and excited to go see a Turtles movie simply disregarding that and trying to make it Alvin and the Chipmunks or treat it as not worthy of getting a somewhat serious and mature treatment is a bad strategy you're gonna lose like three-fourths of turtle mania the turtles are multi-generational now whether you like it or not the most successful version of the turtles at this point in time will have to go forward with that in mind simply ignoring that with the mindset of oh the older fan base should just grow up and forget about turtles won't work a few stragglers might show up but turtle mania as a whole knows they deserve better anyways in october of 2016 in the collider.com interview producer andrew form said i don't think there's gonna be a turtles 3 but that he wouldn't say that there's never gonna be another turtles movie so there is a little light at the end of the tunnel there uh anything that you can you can say on a, a next movie front for Ooh. Poor turtles, or is that just still? That is just always a a work in progress. Stay tuned. It stay tuned. It is a work in progress because you know the the ex, uh, experiences and, and and sort of the fans' reactions uh, plus and minus to the mm-hmm. 2014 2016 movie. Um, uh, Paramount, I believe, is taking those. T- to heart and where they'd like to see the next iteration mm-hmm. go to. So I think it's mm-hmm. going to be a, a next next level kind awesome. of stuff, which I'm excited to see. So. Nice.
So here we are, in the aftermath, with the Ninja Turtles movie reboot said to be in the works. Sites like Hollywood Reporter covering it back in 2018 and producers Andrew Form and Brad Fuller mentioning it to Variety at one point in 2019. What's next for you guys after? Uh, Jack Ryan season two just wrapped, the sequel of A Quiet Place, and we're doing um, a reboot of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles at Paramount. It's possible it's being geared to be great. Paramount recently has had success with movies like Sonic, which had a similar situation on its hands when it comes to the design, and they were able to fix it in real time, which was quite impressive and hopefully a sign that they're listening to the fans. Now, since the announcement of the reboot, a lot has changed. There was the CBS merger and also the possible new landscape for the movie going experience that could change, who knows? Most certainly this will push the reboot back. Hopefully it doesn't cancel it. I've noticed that the Twitter account for the Out of the Shadows movie has been active lately, promoting the Sonic movie and stuff like that. It kind of worries me because I really hope they don't try and go forward with a Turtles 3 or a soft reboot. I mean, it could work if the improvements were significant, but in my opinion, it would just take away from the splash that a fresh new version that respect the fans could make. Hopefully it's a new take. Hopefully the Ninja Turtles look like the Ninja Turtles. Imagine the amount of t-shirts and other stuff that would fly off the rack if the turtles looked like the turtles. It would be great for everyone, the fans, the studio, when it comes to the live action designs of the Ninja Turtles. Hopefully this is a beginning of a renaissance. And if not, hopefully one day they do enter a renaissance type phase for the brand with the excitement and hype like they had in the late 80s, early 90s. And who better to welcome us into a renaissance than Michelangelo, Donatello, Leonardo, and Raphael. first movie I, I can watch that over and over it's, it's really a, a very successful work probably the best live-action adaptation of the turtles and uh, I've seen the most recent ones the Michael Bay produced versions and I can't say too too much good for them or about them they just don't have the spirit that the original one did. 